Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. When we come back, as we go to the end of the podcast, you know what game we're going to talk about. We got the junkyard dogs and we got the Wolverines. When we come back, you know we got in the cypher segment with some thrillers from my man, Hank. So we'll, we'll get you on the other side. I don't have a mark on my face, yeah. and I upset son and listen, and I just turned 22 years old. I must be the greatest. Right. I told you. the world, I talk to God every day. If God's with me, can't nobody be against me, Sonny. I took out the world. I know God. I know the real God. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Cassius. I am the king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm pretty. Hold it, you're not that pretty. I'm a bad man. editor of ringtv.com and I'm on the Real Sports Guys podcast. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Shout out to my man Game Changer who helped us last week. We're in the middle of the cypher uh, and we are uh, hitting our last team that, that we want to cover that's going to the Final Four. And uh, it was some junkyard dogs from Florida State against some Michigan Wolverines. And when Leonard Hamilton said he go, he got these cats playing like junkyard dogs, oh, my goodness. It was elbows and physicalness and people coming everywhere. This was a battle all the way through with two teams. And Michigan showed uh, their defense. Everybody's talking about Florida State's defense. Michigan showed up on their defense. But this was not for folks who didn't have a heart. You had to bring your heart to this game. It was physical. It was folks who really cared about getting to another level. I love what Hamilton has next year. And these kids come back. Um, you know, Florida State fans should be proud of these kids. Um, and, but Michigan moves on. And this game just had all kinds of, when you're looking at 
um, uh, this game, both teams were defending. I mean, you're talking about a Florida Stanley shot 23%. A Michigan team that is shooting from three shot 18% from three. Um, <laughs> one field goal percentage, 31% from Florida State, 38%, uh, 38.8. I mean, guys were getting after it, um, rebounding, you know, uh, Florida State has seven block shots. I mean, they were throwing stuff out there first every time they went to the basket. Michigan had to start going to their chest because those cats were turning it over. It was just uh, an incredibly tough-minded, grind-out type of game. I think what helped Michigan is the fact that they play in the Big Ten. This is kind of how they play in the Big Ten. So I think they were used to this kind of play because that's Big Ten basketball. But both these teams came to play. Hank, I'm going to give you the floor on this one. Let me tell you something. Um, first of all, I got to go to the altar, D. I got to go to the altar. I got to come forward. I got to get on my knees, and I got to ask for repentance. I got to say I'm sorry. Why I got to say I'm sorry? Because I am one of those Michigan fans, and your brother D is another one, who didn't like John B. Lyon, didn't care for his style of basketball, didn't care for just playing around the perimeter and chucking them up. You know, we thought that after 2013 that this team had turned the corner, and then in 2014 we got to the Elite Eight. Then in 2015 didn't make the tournament. And 2016 was a play-in team, okay, before everything turned around again last year. you got to give a coach credit when credit is due. We just got, talk, got through talking about Weber, Bruce Weber and the adjustments he did not make against Loyola. Michigan and John Beeline, made those adjustments against this team. Listen, if you didn't watch Florida State, this is a team, as D said, is going to be reckoned with next year. It's a young team. They play 10, maybe 11 men off their bench. They're long. They're athletic. They got a kid over there that is seven foot four and blocking shots all over the place. Again, as I stated before, made Gonzaga look like a bunch of uh, high school kids. It was no joke. This team was dangerous, okay? They attacked the basket. Not a great three-point shooting team, but Savoy was lighting them up the other night for Florida State. That being said, second-half adjustments, second-half defensive changes. How do you attack this team offensively? How do you attack this team defensively? There was a stretch in there in which Florida State did not score a field goal in about three or four minutes. It was it was defensive mastery coming from the University of Michigan. And I'm telling you right now, anybody in Ann Arbor who's been watching this team and seeing how this team is playing defense this year know what I'm talking about. It is a thing of beauty. It is something that we haven't seen on the basketball side in years. The basketball team's defense rivals that of what the football team's defense was supposed to be. I mean, they just shut you down. And sometimes when you got ugly basketball, especially when that other team is giving it everything that they got, guess what happens? You're not going to handle no a high-scoring game. You're not going to handle no a high-scoring, you know, uh, light them up like they did against uh, uh, A&M, where they were just able to light it up. When you're playing that level of defense, your legs get weak, your back gets tired, especially when the team you're playing with is so immensely um, uh, talented, so immensely athletic. And this is what we saw, an ugly uh, game, like you said, D, maybe a, a, a Big Ten type of game, and Michigan was able to survive in advance. Again, my hat's off to Florida State. But I have to tell you that how much I admire this Michigan team just because uh, watching this team all year long, we didn't see this coming like this, that they were able to do the things that they're able to do 
on the offensive side of the ball, on the defensive side of the ball, which is absolutely phenomenal. Being up here in the Midwest and you think about the NBA and you think about the bad boys, especially where I'm from, and you remember that they were um, known for just being such a defensive juggernaut and wearing teams out. I'm watching a Michigan basketball team wear teams out and taking teams out towards the end. It is, it is beautiful to see. You have a coach in John Beeline that knows how to make adjustments and knows how to prepare for everybody he's played, knows how to prepare for teams on the fly. I would just think about when they talked to him at halftime, he said, we've got to make some adjustments. We don't know what to do yet. We've never seen this team before. They're very athletic. And yet, when you look at the second half, Michigan dominated the second half. The only thing about that team that bothers me is their lack of free throws to put games away. But I'm telling you right now, uh, just the coaching staff and their ability to be able to to prepare for a team, I expect them to get to Monday relatively easy. And then if they run into that team at Villanova, it's going to be, or either one of those teams, it's going to be an amazing championship game. But I got to tell you, Chief, that that game and just watching what we just got through talking about, making adjustments, kids buying into their system, buying into their program, uh, a thing of beauty, you know, just absolutely thing of beauty. Bravo, you know, to to uh, Coach Beeline and that squad and what he's been able to do with them. And and uh, and we kind of transitioning into as we close, uh, you know, what's happening with this Final Four and what's going on. You know, you mentioned uh, that Michigan getting to that finals. Um, and those of you who are listening live, you know, we're you're going to have to really uh, uh, listen to the show again because we're probably going to announce our predictions on the other side in our, uh, in our after hours mode to get this out the right way, but we'll start talking about it right now. Um, one of the things I think that's um, uh, there are two players in this final four that remind me of one player that you and I know and we call him Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey mm-hmm. Phillips. Right. And um, Rockman and Brunson have our two cats in the backcourt that got old-style games, man, that seem right. to know what to do, when to do it. And out of all these teams, I think Graham is a close third on that. But I think the reason why those two are different is they have an ability to get those baskets in the lane and post. When you talk about Brunson in the skinny post, you know, you see him doing the Sam Cassell, Chauncey Billups, in there when he really needs to and how he could he controls the offense from that space. He passes from that space, which I don't think enough teams do, not even in the pros. And you see Beeline also utilizing Rockman in that way, where when they need something, the number of times he's in that space where he's using some size in some ways to get to where he wants to go. Though these are two players that I think at the next level, if you're if you are looking to draft, you know, they're not going to get drafted. Brunson might, you know, you know, they're not asking them to get drafted in the top five or whatever, but these are two championship type players at the next level level. And, um, and I think they were, I think it's going to be a tough game against Loyola because those are real basketball players. I think the problem that Loyola has, and, and I, and they even talked about this after game is that Loyola has been able to outskill people. Michigan's going to be the first mm-hmm. team they play in this run. Who's got more skill. And who's also playing defense and who mm-hmm. is going to make you decide to do something offensively. You know, if it was the mm-hmm. same Michigan defensive philosophy they've had in previous years, I would be nervous. 
but they start with their defense. Um, I think uh, 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 Simpson is the catalyst. And this is where Steve and I used to disagree on a lot of things. Steve's like, you got to get on line. I said, he sets their defense. They got enough scores. And he's going to disrupt and make things very difficult. You see the number of times he would get down and dig and get a tip away. Or, you know, uh, someone would drive and he would alter their shot because he wouldn't foul, but he would make them think he was going to do something. But Rockman, I think, is is as much as I love and, and, and Wagner is incredible, but he's the glue. Rockman is the glue. And I, I think on the other side, Brunson will be the difference. And I think Absolutely. they'll meet in the finals. They'll beat in the finals. And at that point, man, that's hard to do. I think Villanova's got the better team, but I think Wagner might show out in the final game. I think right. out of all the teams, the one kid that nobody has an answer to, besides Rockman, I think is going to be another, is Wagner. I think that's mm-hmm. where he's going to show out. Because he's almost like Frank Kaminsky. He's a, he's a matchup nightmare because of size, and he can shoot the three. And mm-hmm. he can get you to foul trouble. I think you might see, in, 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 uh, you know, Walker's been playing well, but I think in that, if they get to that finals, I think Wagner is going to put 25 up. I just think there's something <laughs> about him. He, he right. hasn't had that performance yet. I think in the finals, he'll he if they get to Monday night, he's gonna put a twenty five up. See, and it, and it, I think it, that's what's gonna be the difference. I, I agree with you. I mean, when I look at this though, it's like I know you say it's gonna be a tough game because these guys are skilled, but Beeline has found a way uh, to 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 figure it out. Now you got to throw out the game against uh, Montana because that was coming off of a two-week break. And they weren't ready against Houston. I mean, that, that team was big. They were athletic. And they lucked out. you got to have a little luck in these tournaments. But the way they came out and blitzed a much bigger Texas A&M, a much bigger Texas A&M, all right, and then a very athletic Florida State. See, here's what people fail to realize, D, okay, is that Texas A&M absolutely crushed, absolutely crushed uh, North Carolina, okay? And that Florida State absolutely crushed Xavier, okay? And these were the, the, the two and the three seeds. And these are the teams that, that Michigan went through, okay, that beat these teams, all right? Athletic teams, physical teams. Now, the most physical team, again, I want to say that Loyola played with Tennessee, Miami didn't show up. All right, and this is and now you're giving John Beeline a chance to prepare for a team, knowing what they want to do. All right, that that and and, and the bigs on Loyola don't scare me. The bigs on these mm-hmm. other teams absolutely terrified me, and they got through those teams. So when I look at, uh, I, I see Michigan getting out, getting getting through that. Now when you go to the other side, all right, Kansas is going to have a fit. In the paint, all right. They're going to have a fit in the paint, and that's going to be their downfall, in my opinion. I mean, they've gone as far as now. now the only way I could see Kansas winning that game is that they just shoot lights out from the arc. If they shoot lights out from the arc, they can give uh, um, Villanova some fits. But Villanova shoots very well from the arc too. Uh, but that's the only thing, or or, or, or the, the, the big guy all of a sudden comes out and stays in the game. But I don't I don't see that happening. But you say you get to Monday, and, I, and if you're picking Villanova and, I, and, and, and Michigan, and so am I, that's going to be an ugly ball game. 
<laughs> that's going to be a defensive struggle. That's going to be another one of those ugly ball games. And I'm not at this point. I'm not doubting John Beeline no more this season. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Michigan in that upset. I mean, I, I took them in the Final Four. I did not. I, I got much more appreciation for that defense than I did when this tournament started. I thought they could get to the Final Four simply because they was going to be able to run that. But I just, I now realize that this is a very good basketball team. And they're very well coached. And they're very tough. They're very physical. And, they, and their defense travels. And it's hard for me to say uh, somebody's going to beat them at this point until they do. So um, I'm taking Michigan all the way this year. Surprise, right? Surprise. Well, you, you listen to RG1, Mike. The next time you hear us, you know, the the uh, championship game will probably go on. We might not do one next Monday night because we're going to watch the game and we have to go maybe do it on Tuesday. And then we'll uh, we're have not doing a- one next Monday night. Okay, huh? let's just put it out there. We will we will talk to y'all next week, but it won't be Monday <laughs> because I won't have no voice. <laughs> let's put it out there. Y'all won't be because see we ain't gonna have no listeners no how. Okay, that's right. They all gonna be watching the game like what y'all on now for? That's right. That's right. So you listen to RG One Mike. Hey, the the women's Final Four set as well. It's gonna be crazy. UConn is at the table. Mississippi State's at the table. Uh, it looks like we have uh, Notre Dame just won. They're at the table. Um, it's, it's going to be an uh, interesting Final Four. You know, Gabby Williams is leading them. Uh, they, they beat uh, South Carolina pretty handily. Uh, and so, hey, give them women some love, y'all. Um, you know, my niece is going to be playing college basketball, so I'm going to be loving the women's side of the game. And uh, that's going to be as exciting as anything. You know, Gino them got upset. He's going to try and go get it this time. So you know, we'll touch on that as well. When we y'all hear us on the podcast, we got to give the ladies some love, and we'll be doing that as well. Thank you for listening to us on RSG One Mike. Please go to uh, realsportsguys.com. Listen to all our stuff. Head us up on all our platforms. We love to hear from y'all. We're building it one person at a time. Uh, it, we're building the resistance, as my boy Game Changer would say. Until next time. Vamos lá.
Hi, this is Brett Bielma, the head coach of the University of Arkansas Razorbacks, and you're keeping it real with the real sports guys. Whoopig. Looking for a way to advance your career in healthcare? Northwestern offers a master's in health communication in just one year. Join us for our next information session to hear firsthand how this program, led by world class faculty, prepares you to solve important problems in healthcare. The one year Saturday course structure fits into your working lifestyle and earns you a master's in just one year. Learn more at healthcom with two ms.northwestern.edu. That's healthcom.northwestern.edu. Looking for a way to advance your career in healthcare? Northwestern offers a master's in health communication in just one year. Join us for our next information session to hear firsthand how this program, led by world class faculty, prepares you to solve important problems in healthcare. The one year Saturday course structure fits into your working lifestyle and earns you a master's in just one year. Learn more at healthcom with two ms.northwestern.edu. That's healthcom.northwestern.edu.